Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. What's good? We back in another episode of Unsolicited Views. Oh, that's too fast? I didn't put my headphones on. Oh, okay. Get started. I forgot. You've you been out of practice. Yeah, I haven't been on here in a minute. Are we live? No, we live, man. I don't even found. I don't, oh, yeah, let me get my... Let me uh, feel like you find your groove, yeah. Yeah. Yo, I need you to... Melvin normally uh, hook me up, uh, bro. Yo. yo, Melvin... All right. Pat. You need Melvin? Nah, nah. I don't need no more. I got you, baby. Oh, okay. So, Melvin is... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, what's good? We back. Another episode on Sister Views. Yo! Yo! <laughs> I had to fill in for Melvin. We didn't even do it the same. Right, 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 right. But we right. back. You know, we got Palmer back off as a sabbatical. Yeah, I took a little... Uh, what you was off for, like, five episodes? Six? I think it was, yo. I've been off since... Uh, Prior to the uh, podcast event, I really? think the last episode I was on was with uh, Tony, and I think that wow. was in like early June, late June, late June. Shoot, you have been gone. Yeah, yeah. I so, had, was you going to actually tell us you was going to take a? No, no, no. I, I just think it happened that way because you guys had a few podcasts on days I couldn't make it, uh, and then okay. the days I could make it, there would be, would be a rescheduling of the time, and then I can't make it because I think the previous podcast was initially scheduled for eleven a.m. and then. I guess pushed it back to one, and then I couldn't attend. Uh, so I was going to. So you really was going to come to the end? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, turn yeah. the mic this way, because I want that one over there. So don't that way towards you. Oh, okay. So don't get caught. Oh, okay. Don't get caught. So it's not uh, picking up all that. Right, 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 right. But anyway, right. we back. Uh, so what's been good? What's what's new? Oh man, I moved to Baltimore. Moved back. Congrats. To Baltimore. Thanks, thanks, thanks. You know what's funny? I've never officially had a Baltimore City. Yeah, I haven't had a Baltimore City address. Oh really? No, yeah. you could use uh, on Jan's address. Oh, you never used that? Nah, I never lived there. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of addresses I used that I never lived at. Oh, okay. And I never lived used the Baltimore City address. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, why would you? Unless yeah, you right. want, unless you wanted. To I've lived to, in Baltimore City, but right. Oh. Unless you wanted to attend to a Baltimore City school. Nah. It's not like using a Baltimore City address to uh, save you car insurance. You know, it's actually high. Right. It's high, right? Right. Why is that? Anyway, the problem. More, more vandalism, more crime. Yeah. So what you've been doing since you've been away from Unsisted Views? I've been How many guests abs- uh, podcast appearances? <laughs> I made none, yo. I made none. none. Absolutely Shit. none. Yeah. I thought you should be out here. Nah, not at all, yo. Not at fucking all. i just been moving, yo. I officially moved back on Monday. Um, took me a process of like at least three days to move. Hold on, three days to move? Yo, I had a ton of shit. I didn't really, you never realize how much shit you have until What do you do with your clothes? Because that's one thing. You're a clothes collector. Well, I tend to give them away. With the ones I don't wear. But the ones I do wear, I tend to like... Put them in storage. Who you just give them away to random people? Nah, there's a there's a, a trickle down line. Um, Melvin, and then when Melvin gets tired of the uh, it, when he gets tired of the garment, it goes down to Mike, and then from Mike Holmes, I'm not sure where it go. And then when I have like <laughs> other clothes that when I was a little bit bigger, I give it to Mike Murray. Okay. And, or, like, or my shoe game, I tend to get to Mike Murray because we we like to rock the same type of shoes. What kind of shoes? Like no, nah, like no, maybe like I think anything that like pop, like maybe some pink shoes, rich shoes. Anything oh, okay. that's like stylistic. I got two pair of tennis shoes. I bought two new pair of tennis I'm, shoes. I'm sure they're trash though. No, no, they're not. What's what's trash? Then I'm gonna take. I'm sure anything you picked out would be trash. No, I got some two seventies. Oh, for real? Yeah. From the flea market? No, I bought them from the store. Oh, okay, I, I would have to see an image of that. And on the cruise, man, I want to tell you, I had jean shorts on. I have, I didn't see any footage. I didn't see any pictures from the cruise, so I'm not even sure what you're saying is true. Nah, I had trust I but had verify you. No, I, I can't. I, I had, can't believe it because last cruise I was on with you, you had both shoes on the entire. You trip. know what's funny though? This last cruise, I didn't even whip out the bow shoes. Wow! And I heard, and I heard, and, and, and I heard this cruise ship was bigger than the one. It was. That's nah. insane, yo! Because the one we was all on was huge. That was huge. It had yeah. like two zip codes on it. It was huge. No, nah, this was so big that you got tired of walking back oh, to wow. your room sometimes. Did you run into the same people? 
Like I felt no. like no. Okay. So you seeing people? You were seeing people on the eighth, on the sixth or seventh day that you didn't see for the first, for the first time. That's crazy. And also, but I mean, we hung out the same places. We didn't talk about this last right. podcast. We was freaking at the same places like the solarium, um, the same pizza spot. The, the club, so you see those things, right, people. right, right. But as far as walking around the ship, there's some people you never seen. This had to be a different dynamic, yo, because this was more like a couple oriented type cruise. So what did so, you guys do every night? All right, so what I I've, I learned a lot from this last vacation. Okay, yo. okay. As I guess people get older, as we get older, and everybody settles into like couple mode, it's right. a different dynamic. Okay, okay. Because last trip, because essentially like the last cruise I went on with y'all, right? Wouldn't you consider it was a it was a guy's trip? If you want to really every cruise technical. I've been on has been a guy's trip, right? And there's a lot more factors in play when you're with your significant other. Agreed. Because it's a hierarchy of what we're going to do, right? So the, what we're going to do starts at you, then it goes to your significant other, and then it branches out. So I would like to contrary, like I, I would like to say, well, I feel like it would be what we do would start with my significant other, and then me, and then. The rest of the people I'm on the cruise with, because I feel like right. she, since that was, because that was that Sherelle's first cruise. Yeah, that was her first cruise. Right, so that would have been my so wife's yeah. first cruise. So I would let her dictate what excursions, what plays, what comedy show, what outing we go take place in. Right, and then from there, I make a decision. If she can't make a decision, and then if I can't make a decision, I'll see what the, what the party, mm, with the masses. Right, 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 right. I right. think she enjoyed it. She, it was different. She okay, was saying, but it was good. She likes it. I mean, we 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 ATV. Okay. We went, um, what was it, uh, snorkeling? Oh, okay. I had a panic attack, so oh, I stayed, I got back on the boat. Wow. What made you have a panic attack? Um, too much of damn water. <laughs> it's because, all right, so we was in Honduras, so we, we went off off cruise. Oh, so this wasn't cruise. Royal Caribbean sponsored that's, excursion. That's See, I don't do that. why we effed up. Not really, because actually it was probably funner and cheap. It was funner and it was cheaper. Definitely cheaper. It was only 35 It wasn't in short. No, nah, we could have right, 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 right. Uh, It was only $35, so it was a little Honduran guy. He had to be like 12, 13. I think he's probably 14. Maybe. Right. He had no life jacket. No, nah, he just floats. He was just swimming. But he, they, it was coral reef, so you can go deep. Right, right, right. But he, the whole time he had to snorkel, he was going deep with like Sherelle, my sisters, was out there. But I thought the snorkel never has put, to be above the surface. That's, that's why we were, bring, we were in awe. He had no life jacket. <laughs> Mind you, they were out there for 30 minutes. Right, right, right. I can't swim. For 30 minutes. Right. So he wasn't treading what He was swimming for 30 minutes, going deep, coming up to get them, taking them to the left, taking them to the right. They all had life It's almost like he adapted them. to his habitat and grew gills to be able to I think so. be submerged in water that long. I mean, if, if that's what he's doing, through, probably. I mean, it, from looking at the way we are in Honduras, it didn't look like there was no school system. <laughs> so he might be doing that all day. <laughs> so it's like if he's doing all day. This is what I do. He's a professional. Yeah, this uh, is what I, I'm, I'm a fish. I'm a fish. <laughs> <laughs> so now nah, it was fun because we did that. ATV was right. fun. Um, but what, yeah. I, what I bet y'all didn't do was hit the club every night. We hit the club most nights. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. I see. No. I thought that would be one thing you guys deviated. Like I would feel like, like since it was just a bunch of guys, we were like, well, it's nothing else to do tonight. Let's go ahead hit the club and see um, what the club is hitting for. My wife's a. She liked it. We we like to party together. Okay, that's cool. So when we party, we party together. We that's our favorite thing to do is party together. Oh, nice, nice. One nice. of our favorite things to do. But um, no, nah, it's cool. I I never had that stop. I know some people had that stop. Like when you get a significant other, like the fun stops. No, no, nah, nah, I never. The had fun that. was increased. Yeah, I would say that. Or also, but you know what? We've been in a relationship so long. That is the beauty of it is that you grow with that person. Right. So the fun was. It's like. You don't have to think. Some stuff is unconscious. Right, right, right. It's just like we kind of experienced. Like when we started going to the clubs, we was 
young and together. Right, right, right. So we kind of know how that is. We know how partying is. We started drinking around the right. same time. We like, started. there's no drop off. You guys are just so in tune with each other. Like, what she yeah. enjoy, you tend to enjoy. So it's just in it some just, ways. Yeah, right, right, right. But as we have been together longer, I think I have found out some stuff I don't like. Like, for example, we talked about it before off off mic is that I don't like. I like people. Sherelle mm-hmm. tends to she can do without people at times. Isn't burst. Right, right, right. too much people, she needs to recharge. So, like, right, right, she'll right, right. go into her hermit shell, whether it be just at home or just doing her own thing in the, in the house. You can tell after, like, we've had a little bit of a lot of interaction. She's like, all right. Yeah, I'm the she same way. Out. Like, I need to retreat so I can get, like, a reprieve because people tend to drain me. So, when I go home, recharge, and come back out, I can then socialize. I can be more personable. I can be approachable. But if I, if I stay out with the masses for six, seven, eight hours, I'm going to be irritable. And I'm going to be frustrated. And I'm not going to be one to be bothered. So I, I commend anybody who could just be out with, like, when y'all uh, be going to, like, Broccoli Fest or these, like, type oh, of yeah, Woodstock of roots and shit. Y'all niggas you said be, Woodstock? Because y'all niggas be outside <laughs> all day. Y'all, like, how do you be outside all day and just talk and listen to music, talk and listen to music? I can do my max outside limits probably two to three hours. And then I need to go back into the house. You been to Broccoli City before? I've been there mistakenly because I didn't know that I couldn't leave and come back. So I was oh, stuah yeah. outside, and, like and it was just people bumping into me and talking to me, and I just started smelling people and seeing people. Smelling just, people. It's just like too much stimuli, and it's just fucking me up. So you got anxiety? Just, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Okay. But I mean, I, vodka can help with that. But still, yeah, I just like to... I'm a hermit, yeah. I like to be uh, a recluse. Like, I like to go into my shell and not come out with, until I'm ready to come out. So I completely relate to Sherelle. Yeah, Smart she's exactly right that. There. And it's opposites attract. I used to Absolutely. be a recluse when I was younger. I was very timid and shy, so I didn't talk. That's not a recluse. That's just being a bitch. Nah, I didn't want to be around people. What did you say? What did you say? See, that's why you need a headphone. No, nah, you said, oh, because being a bitch. No, it's not. I can say you being a bitch by not wanting to oh, be out with true, people. That's true, 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 And being true. at home with your family. <laughs> so you've been... <laughs> Rob being a bitch. Yeah, home uh, crying, right, drinking. Right, right, that's what right, it sounds right. like. Being depressed and shit. Yeah, right, right, right. that's depression behavior. Right, right, right. But I guess... Technically, if you're an introvert, that's not depression behavior. No, some people would argue. Be, some people, well, argue extrovert will argue, argue that the fact that I'm being reclusive is a being a, a depressed behavior because mm-hmm. if I'm not depressed, well, I'm not out socializing. I think being my wife told me that's not 100% true. No, not I at think, all. And my friends would say, Palmer's probably not depressed. He's just being Palmer. Yeah. I do think there can be something there. I think, nah, I think you just got to get people in the brew. Yeah. I mean, depression is one of those things where as though, People can be functionally depressed. I think sometimes yeah, the yeah, extroverts absolutely. can be, be uh, yeah, functionally depressed. Yeah, they as can well. be the that could be their, their their vice or their way of masking their depression. You know, yeah. going out to festive events all the time and really there's something deep and down inside that's not bothering. dealing with the bottom line. Right, right. Not dealing with really uh, the issue. Yeah. So would you say? So if you always away from people, do you feel as though your self awareness is high? I'm not sure. I think I, I experienced a lot of introverts. They, well, a lot. The ones I've encountered, I would say. When you say self-awareness, um, just in that. tune with yourself. Just kind of like know your wants, know your dislikes. Yeah, I can you say really that. really know what ticks you off. you just like, all right, I'm going to remove myself from the situation before you have to get mad because I just know You know, You know triggers. where your triggers, you know where your buttons are. You, yeah, I guess you could say I'm more self-aware, I'm more self-reliant maybe. Like I, I just know... The amount of energy that I can exert and the amount of energy that I can receive, and then once that once that max or once that mm-hmm. bubbles over, I know that I need to go into my safe space, my comfort zone, and my comfort zone tends to be four walls and it tends to be my house. How's that gonna happen now? Your safe space is gone. Right, right. Well, no, no, no. I, I just have a new safe space. My new safe space is in my mom's house. Well, where? Because you had the loft. <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> the right, loft right, right. Is gone. right. I need to find my uh, my uh, man cave or man 
second room or man basement. She got basement? But, yeah, she got basement. I'm gonna find something. I'm gonna construct some type of maybe if I just construct. Get like, maybe if I have to get like a bunch of pillows and just like fortify the section wow. in the room. A fort. That, yeah, yeah, that will just shield my <laughs> wife off and know that she can't pass unless she has the password. So maybe I could just fortify a se- fortify a section in my room and then I'll be fine. Just oh, keep her man. at bay. Are you respectful? Is she respectful of your yeah, introverted yeah, yeah, space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won't she won't just come through unless she announces herself and, and, and lets me know that she's coming, then I will like will proceed. And if I don't give her the, the go to, then she would just So this say, is the new fort. The new fort? <laughs> you know, right right in the corner of the room? <laughs> no, nah, she'll she'll step right through you that. Remember, shit. Uh, what is that on Baby Boy? When Snoop oh, right, 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 kicked that cat. shit. Yeah, fuck your fort, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as shit. Oh, now, I've been, I used to be very uh, disrespectful <laughs> to my wife's private time because she's an introvert, and I would just kind of like, I didn't get it at first. Right. How many, how many years in did you need to, to get oh, it? Oh, man. I didn't. I don't think I got it probably for the last year or two. Okay. Wow. We wasn't living together. Though. And that's, okay. that changes the game. That changes everything. I mean, you ain't living yeah. with somebody. It's very different. You don't way. really get to see how they move until you live with somebody. No. Nah. Right, that changes a lot. Of yeah, because when we started living together, she saw you know at times where I could be more junky. I'm not dirty, but I can definitely accuse myself of being junky. I can person. be that guy. Yeah, because sometimes it's just, I just don't feel like it. Because all day I gotta feel like it. Right. Like when I get home, I don't want to feel like it. I mean, I, it's not that I don't feel like it. I just feel like sometimes it's futile because it's going to get displaced again. Correct. And it's like it becomes repetitive for me to put it in the right place, only for it to get the displaced again, where my wife find it as therapeutic to make sure that it's in the right place. Because yeah. if it's not in the right place, it's a disarray. And when it's a disarray, then she is upset. So for her, things have to be aligned. Things have to be in the appropriate place. That's definitely, for me, I can relate. things that's out of place doesn't affect my core being. For her, things that's not in place affects her being. Right. Do you, some people will say chaos. Um, if you live in chaos, it's kind of an inward showing. Of right, right, right. See, know? I wouldn't say things. That's a little too Right, right, right. No, 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 it's not. Here we go. <laughs> I wouldn't use the word chaos, but I know what you mean. Things that's not where they're supposed to be, it's not, I don't deem as chaos, but I guess some people would. I can see where some people yeah, would yeah, deem yeah. as chaos. I mean, I would just say things are not in place, but it doesn't mean things are Out chaotic. Or yeah, 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 yeah. This is, just like moved. your whole life is yeah, it just just moved. That's all. That is true. I can just easily realign where chaos, I think, takes more than a, takes more energy to realign things. I think chaos takes a lot of effort to get things out of chaos, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think chaos is just as simply as, like, folding. Right, folding something things. back or, you know, putting clothes back. I never thought yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was deep. Um, yeah, so I, did, I had a couple topics. I had the main topic, and then I had a couple subtopics. But, all right, bet, But, to, bet, but bet. to move to Baltimore, right? You you fully moved in. I'm fully moved in. Back yeah. in the one six. Back whoa, disrespect. I'm in the one five. The I'm real part of one five. Okay. So this niggas like Mike, who not really in the one five. <laughs> okay. But they in the one five technically. But like they're on like would you consider like Ricetown Road near uh, Jewtown one five? Not the real one. Right. He's on the other side of uh, Applebee's in the plaza. Redistricting, get that out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I would have to re- I had to realign all, <laughs> redraw these uh these zip codes up. I'm surprised that's still in the one five. You know what's great? Like Mike is above Jamal. Well, Jamal's parents' house because Jamal's parents' house is right off past an Ave and Warbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is two one two zero seven. Okay. But Mike is still two one two one five. So it kind of like that's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, anyhow, I'm. But you back to your roots, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in my stomach. Close to Island yeah. Cuisine. Island Cuisine. I've been in like four times already. How long you been back? I've been back since Monday, <laughs> Bruh. so I'm getting like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yo, how does that? Dude, that doesn't help your training, yeah. But it helps my system. Like it helps. Island yeah. cuisine helps your system. Yeah, because I leave like a lot of bowels with Island cuisine, like oh, like yeah, curry yeah, yeah, chicken yeah. and brown stew chicken, and oxtails 
run through me like Drano. So when it, it just <laughs> releases everything that's inside of me, everything that's been stuffed, like Drano. everything that's been stuffed up inside of me then gets dumped out, and I feel like a new man. I feel five pounds lighter, yeah. Take a laxative, yeah. I could take that too, but laxatives don't taste as good as curry chicken do. <laughs> so you use Island Cuisine as your laxative? I don't use it, but it's an indirect byproduct of of eating good food, yeah. Okay. And it's a good thing. Okay. So I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I moved back. And I, I mean, I didn't have a topic for us to discuss, but I did have two unsolicited views that have been on my mind to get off my chest for a while. Island Cuisine do run through me, though, because yeah. I try to eat the uh, jerk chicken. Yeah, the jerk chicken run through me. It's not for the weak of heart. Nah, it's not for it's bitch not for niggas. Nah, not at all. <laughs> what is your obsession with the word bitch? Is this I don't have no exception. No, no, it's not my favorite one. I'm just saying you said it's not for the weak of heart. Yeah, I agree. It's not for bitch niggas. Is weak and bitch synonymous? They're interchangeably sometimes, yes. In this case, I will use bitch interchangeably with weak. So, okay. But not every case. Do you use the word pussy? I could say that. Yeah. I don't call women pussies no more. Pussies actually strong. No, I don't say pussies or cunt. I don't call any woman out their name. Yeah, yeah, well, where, where'd you get your respect? Because like, you don't come off initially. You don't think you're going to be the respectful I have the woman. utmost respect for women. I was raised by a woman. Not for a woman, just in general. You don't seem like you have Oh, really? Because you seem like a dog? You, no. You <laughs> <laughs> come on, yeah. You have a hint of asshole. Nah, I wouldn't go that far, yo. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a very respectful, mild-mannered individual, yo. Yeah. But you said because you was raised by a woman. Yeah, I, I feel like I... Not, not saying that you if you raised in a two-parent system, you can't have the utmost yeah. respectful woman. I just know that a woman, you know, done everything she could so I can have the best possible future for me. So there's no way I could ever be... I think there's no way I could ever be disrespectful to a woman, knowing that I've been raised by a single woman. I'm glad you weren't out here in the streets happening. I'm glad you had your wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you'll yeah, be out yeah. here, you know, doing that. Doing what? That, that's a, that's a that's a play now. Oh, for real? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you can be feminist for the pussy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I've I, seen that, that wouldn't be my answer. I've seen though. it from a distance. I haven't. I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. I don't know so, what's your answer that. to the view, though? Um, one of them is is about our fellow podcaster Melvin, yo. Melvin? Yeah. <laughs> so he, I feel like he kind of <laughs> deceived me into being here. On so, the podcast? On the podcast, yo. Because today. And today. Today, today. Yeah. Okay. So I think maybe like two days ago, he was like, yo, you going to be on the podcast Thursday? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll come through. He's like, all right, bet, because I can't make it. So <laughs> so when he said, all right, bet, I can't make it, I'm like, damn, what's going on? Everything all right? Like, yeah, I'm going to the Ravens game. So I feel like he conveniently left that aspect out of the initial question because maybe he didn't want me to go to the Ravens game because he wanted me to come to the podcast instead. Right. So it's hard to measure intent. But I'm, I'm trying to look at all different perspectives. And, he, and his, his uh, retort was, Mike threw out the invitation to the Ravens game last week. And I, that's true. No one at the time responded to Mike like, yeah, I'm going. So I felt like if Mike or Melvin really wanted me to go to the Ravens game, they would have reminded me. Oh. Like, yo, are you still trying to go to the Ravens game this Thursday? But since that was conveniently left out, I'm not sure if they really wanted me to go. And instead, I think Melvin wanted me to take his place at the podcast. But you see where I'm coming from this? I, I actually see where you're coming so from. I, you're I, making I, a lot of sense. So I hear Melvin's argument where, yo, someone already said not, said about the game, and and, and why do I have to remind but you? He but, knew, but he knew that remind would trigger. That remind would trigger me to possibly rethink about coming to the podcast and go to the Ravens game instead. With him? With him. Okay. With my, but that's my man's though, right? Yeah, I get like, it. So you, you would think your man's like, yo, you trying to come? <laughs> but the fact that it was like a conflict of interest let me not remind my man about the Ravens yeah, game. And so let I, me, get, I get too, I got, he, got his, he got what he wanted twice. Right, right, right. So let me not remind wow. him about the Ravens game, but let, him, let me ask him first. Let me lead with, are you coming to the podcast? Oh, oh by the way, because I can't because I'm coming to the Ravens game. I'm like, damn. So I already committed by saying yes. Oh, that's a brave now, I could have been a bitch and be like, 
Oh, you going to the game? Fuck the podcast. I'm going to the game, too. And then I just be here by myself. And then you be here by yourself. So I'm going to step up to the plate. But I felt like that was kind of like. I mean, if in, in defense of Melvin, you got some stepping up to the plate to do. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been I've been gone for a while, so I don't mind stepping up to the plate. But yeah. I felt like if he was just led with like, yo, I'm going to the game. You mind filling in for me at the podcast? I'd have been like, you, right? you know what? I've been gone for a while. I yeah, can respect yeah, yeah. that. But the part that, that, you know, it was almost like a lie by omission. It was like, well, he left that part out conveniently and then led with, can you come? It's like, I, I, don't, I don't know if that was like malicious intent or it was just like, well, I don't feel like I need to remind that nigga. So I, I actually think I'm trying to get into Melvin's brain for yeah. a second. I think that he probably knew for a fact that you wouldn't come if presented with other options. Right. So he probably just said, I need to get him to the podcast by any means. I actually, it's funny because if you talk to Melvin, he knows you very well. Sure. I mean, it, and he the knows way how he, to right, get right. you. I think he knows how to get you where he wants. It was to a perfect get ploy, and it, it was effective, <laughs> and it worked. I'm just saying, damn. You ever think about how many times you've been ployed? I'm sure I've been ployed. I've been played a bunch of times. It was a, it, 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 it worked flawlessly. I mean, I committed to something, and then I found out why he couldn't make something, and it was hard for me to back out. It'd be because then it look you look crazy. It would look bad if I rescind my commit based on why he's not going to be to the podcast. Mm. But it's like, damn, yeah, I, I might have really wanted to go to that instead. That's kind of would you? So that's petty. I don't know what to call it. That's why I, that's why I brought um, it up, and I, I want Melvin to listen to this, and that's why you said I can't wait for this podcast. Oh, because okay, we kind of okay, talked okay. about it, but I didn't really delve deep into it. So I wanted someone objective. Outside. I would say I wouldn't say it's petty. I would, no, it's not. I'm petty. on sometimes. Most of the time, in this case, I'm more on the side of Melvin. Okay. Um, I think you're only on the side of Melvin because you know me. Yeah, I feel like I, it, see, it had it been anyone else, you felt like, damn, man, why you why you know, why did you? Sequence it like that, but if since it's Mel, since it's Palmer, yeah. we know we got to get Palmer out a certain way, so we have to lead with certain things so that he will come out. Right. See, that's why I think that's what makes Melvin good for you and y'all relationship. No, no, yeah, he's perfect at managing personality. Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. me personally, once a person denies, I'm not going to keep fighting. I don't deny. But it, and that's what's weird, you know, because you, you kind of changed my perspective. Because usually when people deny, it's because they don't want to. No. You don't deny because you don't want to. You just deny because you deny. I think I deny because it's either inconvenience or I can't make it or something came up. I don't flat out not come. I mean, I, I came today. I'm in the city. It's only 15, away from, 15 yeah. minutes He's away from my He's good for that because he yeah, can pull yeah, you yeah. out of there. He can say, uh, he can get you here without, you know, making it. He just got away. I, yeah, I, I, it, it was strategic. I'm I not mad at him. I, I'm, no, it's, it's my man. Yeah. Love him to death. But I'm just, it was like, you, you got me, yo. Uh, he the man. He the man. And that's why, you know, I get so all this, I, I get all this trigger down from you. Yeah. Just for the day. Yeah, just I'm here. Just wait for a day. I'm here. I'm yeah, I'll, I'll step up to the plate. Someone had to step up to the plate, yo. See, getting to know you through this podcast process, I really, it, you, I found you to be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I think I realized that, like, I just, I might just not have the patience to deal with that. I have a lot of patience with people, though. Right, right, right. But I just be like, I, I can't, I can't. How do you push somebody left and right all the time? To me, yeah. that's a lot. Right, right, but right. But some people, it's not a lot. That's just me, because I think I'm just extremist in that way. I think it's, I think once you know an individual, you know where you can push them and where you can't push them. And I feel like mm. I... I'm a come through type nigga. If someone asks something of me, you know, I, I'm a come you know, through. But it has to be something I that they know that I'm willing to come through. No one is going to ask me to move for them, help them move. And if you notice, you I didn't ask labor. Melvin, Jamal, Mike, Mike, Damien, you, anybody to ask. I wouldn't. No, no, you, I, I you wouldn't, wouldn't help me move. Exactly. So I wouldn't have the audacity to ask y'all to help me move. If I, if y'all know damn well, I'm not helping none of y'all moves. How did you move? Oh, I pay people. 
I don't live, yeah, I don't lift fingers. No, no, my fingers are for keyboards. <laughs> so I pay it's, like I think I pay like six, seven hundred total to get some movers. Yo, move. you pay six, seven hundred to come from in uh, in state move? No, nah, I paid six, seven hundred to move from Odaton to Laurel, which is ten minutes away. So what they did was they carried all my furniture out and, and wrapped it up, shrink wrapped it, put it in like uh, cushions so it won't get damaged, stuff like it's that. Worse from nah. Odaton to Laurel? No, that's not worse for me. I w- who was moving it? So you was cool paying seven. So what did you do while they movers moving? I sat down, drink uh, Diet Coke, and watch TV. <laughs> did the movers look at you funny? Nah, because I'm paying them. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, I okay. Money I talk. I don't have to talk about anything because I'm, I'm, I'm giving you money. So you move to, for your Baltimore move, you did the same thing? No, nah, for my Baltimore move, I load my truck up and I move my stuff. and like It was small stuff. It was just like clothes and tennis shoes and shit like that. So small stuff, I, can, I don't mind lifting You got a truck? No, nah, I got a Cadillac. You said you load your truck up. My fault. I meant to, load, meant to say I load oh, my I thought car. you got a U-Haul. No, I absolutely not. Nah, nah, no, nah, I ain't doing all that. I ain't doing all that. I just fill my Cadillac up with the clothes and the shoes and make trips, two or three, two or three trips to my mom's house. Damn. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you was more than, will, more than welcome to help me out. Oh, no. Nah, but I'm not going to return the favor. No, I, I'm not. But I'm not tip for chat in that way. Oh, okay. I would. But so I'm I could have asked you, like, yo. You could ask, but I know you. I'm, I wouldn't do it because I know you wouldn't do it. Oh, okay, okay. Unless you. When you move, when I move, you just pay somebody to help me move. Oh, absolutely. All right. Just, I would, I would, I would equate how much you helped me that one time, and then I would try to get a dollar to that. So if you help me for maybe like an hour, I'm like, all right, that equates to like a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. I'll put a hundred fifty dollars towards whatever movie company you want to buy. That's not because that's that's yeah. my effort. Like even with the podcast, yo, y'all, y'all know oh, I'm man. a minimalistic when it comes to manual labor, but I'm willing to put up more dollars to to offset the lack of manual labor that I'm willing to do. All right, we got that on record, Melvin. Everyone knew that. I um, mean, I guess the audience didn't know that, but y'all knew that. No, no, we, we, we've heard it, and then it fleeted, and then it came back. I don't just think now. it ever fleeted. <laughs> just ask me for more money so I could do less work. Yeah, that's what money is All for. Right, we got you. Well, we definitely got it. It's recorded now. All right, we got you. Oh, okay. What's your unsolicited view? So my other unsolicited view, yo, and I feel like this is going to be spawned into a bigger conversation because I want to bounce something off you. It kind of took place at uh, one of your events. Ivins? Yeah, so on Sunday, after three days after moving uh, from uh, Odenton to Baltimore, I was exhausted. Um, that Sunday morning, I ate at 9.30 a.m., uh, right after I finished dropping some more clothes and tennis right. shoes off at my mom's house. And then when I came home from moving, my wife hit me with, oh, by the way, you know we got a tenner wedding. So I completely forgot about it, but you know what? I signed up for I agreed to go. So um, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my... my, my uh, Loafers on, slacks on, shirt on. We go go ahead and show face, and you know, spend four hours or whatever. At least I four. Guess, yeah, yeah. At yeah. African one four. So this was like a. It was African people, but it was at American venue. So it was oh, kind of like okay, how my okay. wedding was. It wasn't like at a church hall. Yeah, so get out of there. Right, right, right. It, it was a set time. It wasn't like African time. Oh. So prior to going to the, the African American wedding, um, I was about to eat my the rest of my alcohol. My wife's like, no, 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 don't spoil your appetite. There'll be food at the wedding. Oh, okay. Prime so, Island cuisine-esque yeah, food. Right, right. But it's more, you know, African traditional food. Um, so we get to the wedding. It don't start on time. So I don't know how. This is at Valley Mansion. I don't know how Valley Mansion allowed this to even happen. But we didn't get seated until 6.30, 7 o'clock. The posted start time was 5 p.m. Um, so I was already getting a little antsy, getting a little bit irate. But I was keeping calm because they had some... So what's your irate look like? I started, to, I started to change my demeanor. I started to be getting a little huffing and puffing. I get short type of answers I don't want to be bothered you know I don't I'm not approachable I'm not personable all the above yo so I was starting to get less approachable less funny less geeky I was just getting more serious more calm more quiet more uh more frustrated 
So we finally get seated. And my wife knew the bride from way back. They kind of, she said they grew up together. So I'm like, all right, bet. You know, there's a rapport there. We're not going to be treated like random people. We will get preferential treatment. We were so close to the bride and groom that we could reach out and touch their table. We Shit. was table number two. Table number two. That's how. That's weird. No, I think it's not. Well, it's, that's how much she saw. Oh, maybe that's how much important we were to her because she came to our wedding. Oh, okay. So her oh, and her, okay, her, okay. her groom or her and her husband. To, uh, well, I guess they was boyfriend girlfriend time came to Alwater and her brothers, and um, so she returned the favor. So we're in. So I, I think we're all in this type of phase where late twenties, early thirties, mid thirties, whatever. Where you in this going to merge, going to wedding rotations, which like is pretty cool. All your friends, your friends of friends, cousins are all getting married around the same time. So you're getting called upon to go to weddings, attend weddings, be in weddings. Yeah. So have you free so, parties? Right, right, right. Free parties, free food, open bar. <laughs> And you could usually bank on those things. At least I thought so. So, fast forward, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to eat. I'm starving. I haven't ate since 9.30 a.m. Um, the, va- the valley managers, usher started calling the tables. So, I look to my right, and I see that they're calling tables from the higher numbers. Oh, I don't know where they, I don't. I don't know where they do that. I don't know how the higher numbers get more preferential <laughs> treatment than I do because I'm number two. So, I should have been the second <laughs> table called up. So I'm looking at my wife, like, you see this bullshit. You know, they, they're calling tables above, you know, before us, and, but we're supposed to be number two. Um, so they finally called this show. So when we, and it was buffet style. It was buffet style. Oh, wow. And it wasn't any uh, Valley, Mansions, Valley Mansion ushers or staff man, man, the man in the buffets. Oh, no wow. one was behind man in the buffets. Was there was no portion control of the meal. There was free for all, Golden Corral. Help your fucking self. <laughs> so I'm setting this up. I'm setting this up. So we get in line. Yeah. They run out of plates. No, the physical plates. Ran out of physical plates. So oh, we're in the buffet okay. line, but we're, we're stagnant because we're waiting for new plates to come. We're waiting for clean plates. So as we're waiting for plates to come, apparently this is just a free-for-all. People usurp, go around, root us, whatever word you want to use, because we're waiting for plates. So they, they're, they're, they're getting in front of us. And, and, and take advantage of the, the buffet while we're still waiting. We have, so basically they're on their second, thirds, fourths, and we're just trying to get on our first. Yo, that's so disrespectful. Wow. It's all types of levels of disrespect. <laughs> um, so we finally get fresh plates, and the time we get fresh plates, there's no food left. There's no food left. There's no food left. There, there, there <laughs> is no fucking food left. There's, the only thing left <laughs> is rice. And I'm not just, I didn't come just for rice. I can win. I can warm my Uncle Ben's anytime. I didn't just come for rice. I came for protein, rice, fiber, all the above. Um, so now my blood is boiling. Now I'm starting to become irate. I'm starting to become livid. Hold on, let me ask you a question. So the suit had to be tight, right? You got a suit on? No, luckily I had on a. Um, I had a, a nice collar shirt on, short sleeve. If I was a suit, it was, it, I, I, I I'd, I'd been busting through the seams. I'd have been incredible hawk. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my wife is going around asking the ushers because she see my disposition. She see my demeanor just slowly changing. I'm slowly becoming red, very malcontent. And she, she's asking the ushers like, hey, uh, is there any more food left? No, this is all the cater provided. So Valley Mansion allowed the outside cater to just drop off food and bounce. And on top of them really? allowing the outside cater to drop off food and bounce, they didn't man and portion control the food that the outside cater provided. So we get back to our table with just uh, a scoop of rice on my plate, a scoop of rice on her plate. I looked to my wife and said, we need to fucking go. We need to go. Because I didn't want to sit in that type of festive 
place or that type of venue. Kill a vibe. The vibe was already shot, but I didn't even want to condone my presence. I felt like was condoning the triflingness. <laughs> you know, I didn't even want to be in the midst of that triteness, trifling <laughs> atmosphere. And then um, my wife was, and I was getting adamant. I was getting demonstrative. I was getting, you know, I was starting expletives, yelling, you know, fussing at my wife. It's not her fault, but I was belligerent because my wife told me not to eat. Had I ate, had I pre-ate, I would have been all right. I, I, but because I didn't eat, I was hangry. Um, so at this point, my wife was like, "Palm, you're embarrassing yourself." So I don't know if you know my. Oh, your so temper. you was really going off? Yeah, I was going off. And I, Melvin and, and the guys could probably attest to my temper, but I, I, I'm, you know, I have a short fuse, quick temper. And I started to go off, and I was fussing. And I was in in the in the venue. Yeah, in the venue. But at that time, I don't see anybody else. I'm so I'm so furious. You blacked out. I, I blacked. The only person I have tunnel vision. The only person I see my wife. And I'm just telling. Her, we need to fucking get out of here. We need to go. We need to go. And she was adamant that we stay. Adamant that we stay. So I'm like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to play this game. We need to get out of here. So she offered me the first solution was to take her car keys. Go to the nearest McDonald's, Burger King, and come back. You was right next to Pappas. Yeah, we was next to a few fast food restaurants, but I felt like if I leave, I'm not coming back. It's your wife, though. She would have to Uber home. If I left, I wasn't coming back. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to leave you here. I need, we, I need us to both leave. We came together. We leave together. You know, after hours, not hours, but after 20, 20 right. minutes of fussing where she finally came around and we left. Um, but so my unsolicited view is that's enough. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is. But my, I guess my rhetorical, non-rhetorical question is: How the fuck does that happen? Because it was at least Yo. forty to fifty people behind me. I went home, and my sister-in-law said her homegirls were snapping, Snapchatting, or IG tweeting like there's no food left. So I was the only recipient of no food. You know, there was multiple people behind me who didn't eat. And I'm just like, yo, how did this happen? You know, I invited wow. these people to my wedding that I'm still paying for, and they ate good. That I'm still paying for, that, and they ate good. You right. know, they ate good. They had first, second, thirds. Oh, so now you take it almost personal. I'm taking it personal. Like, we treated you so well that you felt like you didn't need to invite us. And on top of inviting us, we got no pref- preferential treatment, and we didn't eat. And you expect us to turn around and leave a gift. You know, I feel like... You one- a gift back? No, my wife left a gift. And I, you know, at that point, I just like, I just want to get out of here. But I just felt like... The one thing you can only bank on when you attend a wedding is food, Drinks right? and food. And, and then, you know, one thing I learned is, like, don't even bank on drinks no more because everybody don't drink. Sometimes they're That's dry true. Wedding. I've been at a lot so of So I don't even bank on that no more. That's like a pleasant surprise. So the, the, what I drink, <laughs> what I bank on is food. You know, yeah. in return, I'm going to get a plate. And then in return, I'm going to give you four hours of my undivided attention, undivided attention to celebrate your matrimony. And be happy. And be happy. But if you can't meet me halfway with a fucking plate... <laughs> I can't meet you halfway with my attendance. So I felt like there's no way for me to remain in this trifling ambiance any further. Because everything was shot. I'm not going to get up and dance once the floor dance will open up. I'm not going to congratulate you. It's, I'm, my stomach is growling, and I'm frustrated. It's, there's no smiles left in my body to have. Like, I don't know what else to say to you. I don't even want to see you. I don't want to acknowledge you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to speak to nobody. Yo. So it, I just I had to get out, yo. Um. So my wife was upset with me based on how I reacted, you know, how, how much of a scene I caused. But she, she understood the frustration. Oh, yeah, I understand the but frustration. The, th- the thing was I wasn't able to contain the frustration. I didn't have a poker face enough to, to remain there and, and just, you know, let be it mad. be mad. I, 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 can't, I don't operate like that. I don't move like that. When something is unsettling to me, I have to... I have to, 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 to let it out. 
That's interesting because I actually I'm not I'm not quick temper. I'm lo- like I'm, I'm very long suffering, but when it, right. it's probably it's it's bad when it gets. Yeah, to yeah, it yeah, takes, yeah. I don't think nobody has that ability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody has a, a a different length of fuse, yo. But for me, it, it's, it's short, and I I'm, I, I, I get to one hundred kind of quick, especially when something like that. Especially when I've been see, moving three days, and I didn't oh, really. Oh, see, that's see, that's I the thing. You got right, you got to take deeper, everything deeper, in. Deeper, I didn't deeper, really yeah. want to go, but I sucked it up and went, and I didn't eat since nine o'clock. And my wife told me not to eat because we about to go to the one, and then when it's finally time to eat, there was no fucking food left. So it, it was compounded. Plus, we invited these people to our wedding. My wife says she grew up with the girl, but this is how you treat somebody that you grew up with. So it was like everything was like compound. How do we not eat? And we're table number fucking two, yo. Oh, let me ask you a question. So by this time, you number two. So you can see the bride and groom. Did you even look that way? No, because I'm, I'm glad I didn't. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad because I probably would have grabbed the mic from the MC and like, yo, there's a bunch of people over here that did not fucking eat. Can y'all rectify the situation, yo? Because in mind, so what if someone came to you? Or what if you found out there was people that you invited to your wedding, the most, one of the most important days in your life, Correct. and they not eating? I like if they if people in your wedding are displeased, I am displeased. I understand the day is about me, yeah. but I want these people to be pleased to celebrate my day. Coming from a professional, I guess I'm a professional uh, wedding buffet person because I had right. a buffet at my wedding. Right. Um, that was actually my our, me and Cheryl, one of the me and Cheryl's, um, who's going to man the table? There's right. going to be enough food, and they said there's going to be plenty of food. We we explicitly said to the caterer, "Is there going to be enough food? Because we don't want to run out." And they said, yes, it will be enough food. We'll portion it out properly. Right. And so, I agree. You definitely had enough food at your wedding. And your wedding was awesome. a lot of food. But I, so I did want to segue to your wedding because I have a personal, I have a, a dietary restriction. And it was cheese. And that was in every dish. So when you guys picked out. At my wedding? Yeah. I think, it was? I didn't know I, that. No, no, no. But I mean, some people treat cheese like a condiment. So they don't even realize they're putting cheese on something. It's just like salt and pepper. But oh, Wow, really? I didn't. All I had was like bread, the bread roll, be, and I had my wife pick through some of the dishes and get the meat out so I can eat, because the the cheese was like. In, what do you remember? What you had? Yo, you had like a salad. You I had sit- a salad. I think I had something. We had like a, a pasta. You had a pasta with cheese in it. It was uh, something. We had a straight protein. I, I forgot. I feel like the protein had cheese, but yeah, 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 yeah. So when you guys pick, did you guys pick out the entrees? Yeah, we pick what we like. See that? That's that's <laughs> that. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad. So do you pick what you like, or do you pick something that? You know that so when we when we made our wedding selection, we, we sent out invitations to the invitees and we had them circle a dish that they wanted to eat because we didn't do buffet style. But for you, you picked out dishes mm-hmm. that you and Sherelle like and then you I guess you just the assumptions was there's something that because you how many people you had? We had on it. So there's something here that at least a hundred people was gonna eat. Yeah, that, I didn't that, was, that was assumption. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. It's interesting. You. I didn't even know. I didn't realize every every item had cheese. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, even remember, I, I know I don't that because I don't eat cheese. Oh, well, I, I didn't eat. I just drunk. I'm glad you guys had open bar because uh, that, that helped me forget. Oh that. yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's what we want. Yeah, yeah. food. Right, 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 right. So nah, we 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 looked at because we didn't want. I didn't feel like going through all them damn RSVPs. One, uh, I feel you, and, and, and seeing what people chose. Yeah, and it's just like that's a lot of work. Also, plated food is actually more expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're not, it's not even the food that's more expensive. It's the people that's bringing oh, the, the food servers. to the table. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. for 100 people, I didn't, I don't think we thought that was necessary. Yeah, yeah, so it was cost efficient for the buffet. Right. I think maybe if I would have had two, I wish you had like two. I had like 225. Yeah. No, everybody's not getting up. Sit down. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's, that's chaos. That's chaos. And that's what happened at this yeah. wedding I attended. It was at least about 200 people. And everybody just bum rushing the One buffet. buffet, not two? No, it was two buffets on each side, but everyone was just bum rushing, bum rushing nah, the buffets. Yeah, you order. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was chaos. That's actually order. on the, you said they had a wedding planner? 
I don't know what the fuck. The caterer. Have. That's on the caterer and the wedding planner. That's on the caterer. That's on the wedding planner. And that's on the bride and groom. Valley Mansion's famous for not letting people bring out. That's what I'm food saying. Like this. Weird. This is representative of Valley Mansion. It makes them look bad. <laughs> this like, establishment. Yeah. Like now, people in the wedding who didn't get fed. It's not looking at the caterer. No. They're looking at Valley Mansion as to how the fuck you guys allowed this to happen. Yeah, even though it probably was more so the, the couple. Mo- more so, exactly. My, yeah. More so the caterer, but Valley Mansion is, is Valley no, Mansion. No, it's a couple. The couple, too, but it's also Valley Mansion's establishment to not allow this to happen. Yeah, because actually that does taint their reputation. When I go on, when I go on Yelp, I'm not <laughs> looking for the caterer. See? I'm looking for Valley Mansion. I'm just saying with the person yeah. who, who didn't know it was the caterer, That's who true. didn't know... Whose it, fault it was. Right, so... I went to Valley Mansion wedding, so I'm I'm gonna go on Valley so, Mansion website. Are you gonna leave a link Yelp? No, I don't do that. Okay, but I know going. For, this was a learning experience for me. It was a very teachable moment. You don't and go to without eating. No, exactly. Now I got to pre-eat. I can't bank on going to a wedding thinking I'm gonna get a full stomach. So I'm gonna eat before going to a wedding, and then if I happen to have food there or if there's food that I can happen to eat, it's a pleasant surprise. But at a certain point, there that's just ignorant of the people. Eating at the buffet too. Right, 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 right. Coming back. But if you think it's a buffet. You don't think that necessarily you have to worry about the person behind you because you would think, I'm guessing this is, the, I'm try, I always try to look at other people's <laughs> perspectives. So you would think that if it's a buffet, yeah, they have plenty of food to replenish the trays that's already out here. Correct. Otherwise, how is it a buffet, right? Correct. So in their mind, I can load up however, how much I want because the assumption is, see, that's if no what? one's manning it, yeah, it's there the has man. to be a, right. A, Whoever's man, that means it's endless supply, right? If no one's mind. manning it, I oh shit! It. Well, I can have as much as I want because apparently they have endless supply back there. Oh. Wrong. No one was manning it, and people thought that I can have endless supply, and they ran and out the bullshit. fucking supply. I understand your irateness. See, I would be upset too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I. I, no, I don't know. I, I would have left an eight and came back. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I bounced it off my coworkers. Some coworkers said they were left and ate and came back. Some coworkers said I, I, I just would have left and not came back. See, well, I don't my- take those. And people take that wedding shit very insulting. I don't think I take it that. I mean, I would be upset. And it would be kind of one of those things like, I'm not going to forget this wedding. Right. But I don't know to the point, And I don't, I, don't, I don't think I would even really connect it with my invite. And you came to mind, and I take. I do think it's important to take care of your right, guests. Right, right. I might have let it go, but I would have talked about it. That's just me. Right. I can see, but I understand the rage. Yeah, I mean the the rage is because I was already man. hungry and I didn't eat all day. Um, the rage was because I thought we was elevated guests. Apparently not. <laughs> thought you was a table. And then the table. rage was that my wife had a gift, and my wife doesn't buy cheap gifts. I'm sure the gift was between seventy five hundred dollars, and I don't know how you still leave a gift after that. Showing so, like, gifts are given in gratitude to a nice event. You don't give gift, you basically paying for the plate, exactly. Your gift is supposed to be earned from the plate that you receive and the drinks and the drinks that you receive. But if you don't receive a plate, how do you in return Did you get drinks? I got gift, I mean, I got drinks. Oh, okay, okay, I got about three or four drinks, but I still don't think the three or four drinks I got equated to the about price 10, of the 20, gift 30, that we 40. gave. Yeah, y'all still were probably out. So like they made out, and on top of the gift that we was about to give, we so a Nigerian custom is to throw money out at the bride and groom. So we had forty dollars in ones, like we about to go to a strip club because <laughs> what you do is you you make it rain on the bride and groom. So we was prepared to give on top of our gift another forty dollars in cash. So you probably walking out of there about buck forty in the hole. A buck forty in the hole and in a hole in my yeah. stomach. <laughs> so I leave. I will leave. I would throw out one forty and I would leave with nothing in my stomach. So all I right. just all that combined just made me like, yo, this See, is 
crazy. I do feel you, and I do. Feel, I mean, I, I can't say I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you just you just probably would have handled it. Maybe I would just handled it differently. differently. Yeah, but no, I think is uh is uh is worthy of being upset. Yeah, yeah. So that that was my weekend, yo. So um. Yeah, that's what Yeah, I mean, but I got a wedding uh, coming up on the 24th. My sister-in-law is actually in the wedding, and I'm going to give her, a, a, put a bug in her ear, like, make sure we eat, because she's in the wedding. So I feel like she has a little bit more say. So you, you really need, so your next thing is you need preferential treatment at every wedding now. I don't need it, but I feel like if I know someone in the wedding, or everybody knows someone in the because that's why I would be attending. But if I have a, my, my sister-in-law is actually a, a bridesmaid, then I feel like there's no way I should leave there hungry. That's not normal, though. I mean, I, I don't know what's normal or not normal. That's not normal. I don't. I, again, I, I, I can't. Normal. I can't. I went into. I went into there with the assumption that I'm going to eat. You might need to seek therapy. Yeah, maybe. Because I, you, that's, that's a lot. That's a expo. expo like you no, no, I think I think my wife took it better than I have. But I guess maybe she's been to more weddings than I have, and maybe she experienced this before. Is it is it rude? And I don't want to sound out of place. It's going to still sound bad. I'm not surprised at an African wedding. That's less surprising there. Right. I don't know why, because I went to a couple of African functions. Right. And it's like that. Right. It's kind of an unmanaged party. Right. So to speak. And I think because it's like very, it's almost as like you're somebody's house. Right. And they just open up the bar and put food out. Right. And that's kind of how they carry it. That's a good so point. I don't even think they were insulted. That's a good point. So basically, what what's happened is I am showing my American exceptionalism. Yeah, yeah. like I'm showing that American ass. Right, right, right. This nigga <laughs> think he's better than everybody, and he's supposed to get treated. It's, yeah, it, right, right. I right. think they was go. I think most. I don't. Think you're right. You're right. They probably was like, this happens all the time. I mean, we snooze, we lose. We we because I saw. So also, what I was telling my coworkers, I didn't tell my wife. The next time I go to an African wedding, and I see anybody get up, I'm making a beeline for the table. I, I would just say I'm a part of that table that just got called, and they say what table? I'm gonna say that table. Like even though I'm not sitting there, anybody that gets called up, I'm going. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. No, I no, no. Because now is... you have to go after what you want. <laughs> you cannot sit idle. You cannot wait until your tables get called because that's not how the game is played. You just attack. We're talking about you attack the ball, buffet, yo. Like you catch it at its highest point. You do not minutes. wait for the ball to come to you, yo. So basically, when I see they say okay, people can eat, beeline. Hold on. So are you? Would you say you're a go-getter naturally? I th- I feel like I had to rise to occasion, and in this situation, I will be a go-getter. I will go get my. But ass you got to learn through the lesson. Yeah, I, once I learned, like you fool me once, it's never twice, yo. So now, even if my table's not called, I will be the only person at my table with yeah. a plate. Or this me and my wife says a lot about you. Yeah, yeah. because it, it tells me that I won't be in the same predicament twice. You never be bamboozled. You can't bamboozle me twice. So not like this. You're not very tr- so. Once the trust, is, your trust. Oh, the is trust broken. is broken. Oh, okay. African wedding Bro- trust. African wedding trust is broken. <laughs> now it's like a free for fucking all, yo. Like I am going straight for the food, and no one better not say shit to me. <laughs> but I think they just, considering how many people walked around you, I don't think they cared. Because exactly. that's disrespectful. Exactly. My, that's my, what I'm saying. And I don't want to say. I hate to sound like this, but no, I no, no, no. In my American mind. Or just, no, I ain't going to say American mind. Let me strike that. And just good home training. Right. And I think every home, no matter what culture, you can be right. raised, whatever. Good home training. I, if I'm at the line and I'm like, oh, shoot, this is a plate with food on it. Y'all ain't eat? Okay, let me go sit down. Not even sit down. Or you wait until the line proceeds. I step to the right, side. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm a backup. It's I'm almost like an unwritten buffet rule. Yeah. If you see, I'm waiting, but I can't. 
take advantage of the food because I don't have a plate. Why do you feel Correct. the need, or why do you feel that yeah. it's okay That's, to usurp me? Like, why do you feel like it's layers to disrespect? Why do you feel like I'm not gonna be bothered by you getting in front of me and you getting your second helping and I haven't had one helping. Yeah, that's and that's just. Or maybe that doesn't even click in their mind. Maybe they feel like, well, since you can't eat, I'm not gonna let this good food go to waste. They that's, all worry about self. So now you or him, you or them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so now I learn it's all about self-preservation. So now it's like, fuck everybody else. Right. I need to eat. Life is about self-preservation. Yeah, yeah. and I wasn't being. I wasn't worried about self. I was worried about being cordial. I was worried about being respectful. Well, damn all that. Like, I'm, I'm going straight after the food, yo. And I'm going to have, like, three or four helpers. And, and if someone say something to me, I'm going to go off. So so now they're the trigger. They will be the trigger if they if you give me any sass. If they give me any sass, I'm yeah, going to go off. Gotta, you always been that high-headed, yo? I'm not high-headed. I just, I, I try to. I, I, it is high-headed in a way. Nah, yo. That's a, I understand. No, food is huge. I ain't going to lie. But. So people call me high-headed. To make work. you lose. Oh, to make you lose your cool, like, I think some, ultimately, you have to have... So when I say go off, I don't mean throwing things at the person. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just going to give them the sassy-ass energy that they give me. I'm like a person that takes an energy and I give back the same amount of energy. So when I give people acknowledge of, and this is not safe, but this is something I need to work on. <laughs> when I'm driving and when people feel emboldened enough because they're in like a steel frame and they're there behind the wheel and they feel like they can yell expletives and yeah, flip yeah, yeah, me yeah. the bird i'm gonna try to get you to pull over because then clearly you want to have a conversation with me like you don't Yo, you, you're not yeah. i know but i feel like if we was walking on the street you wouldn't you, you wouldn't, wouldn't, you wouldn't do that and if you do that we're gonna have a conversation so i'm i'm all about keeping that same entry if you feel like you want to flip the bird while we're driving please pull over to the side so we I'm, can talk this out i get it so i'm all about conflict resolution like so i can't drive i cannot continue to drive to work Knowing that someone just flipped the bird off at me because maybe they want, maybe they're trying to flag me down about something. Maybe they want to talk oh, to so me. <laughs> I'm looking at it as a, a sign that you want me to talk to you about something. Something's going on in your life that I can help you with, and I can course correct no. you. So I, I, will, I, I will always pull over and I always get out the car and address the person. And they tend not to get out the car, and I'm always confused because you knock, you knock on the, I'm window, on the window. Yeah, because I'm confused. Yo. Like you was talking to me a minute ago, and now you're quiet. So I've gotten a car on Pratt Street. I've gotten a car on Light Street. It's all happening downtown. But it's like, why you why why be silent now when we can actually converse about this? And I held up traffic before, but like I don't understand why I be silent. Yo, I just made a connection, and I don't know if it, because it's funny. Is introverts are they really angry? I don't think they're angry. I just it's the quiet ones you have to worry about. My wife has road rage too. It's not. I don't have road rage. No, nah, that's road rage. That's bro. Not, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reacting. I don't flip anybody to bird. I'm reacting to what they provide. Oh, me. so you are saying I just respond? This is road rage in a different side. I don't. I, I mean, don't people. I think Maybe road rage is when someone cuts you off. You flash your lights. You get around them. Yeah, you start yeah, fussing yeah, them. Yeah. Like, yo, what the fuck? You cussing me off? I just drive ten and two, and I drive slow. And I don't. If someone cut me off, I'm like, damn, I guess I'm a bitch today. But I don't <laughs> feel the need to flip them a bird because I feel like if I feel like calling them out their name, that means I want to fight. So I do feel as though because I'm. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm. I have rage. I'm vengeful though. Maybe you can call it that. Yeah, I know I am. So, yeah. for example, once you fuck me over, I will spend my life <laughs> trying to get back. And right, it, the thing right, is, right. it may go cold some days. It may be dormant. Right. It may be a day you think I forgot. So, oh, if no, someone, I'm coming back. For right. So, way. if someone cuts you off on a roll, how would you be vengeful? Because um, I've driven past my exit trying to get to that person to talk to me. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm not like that. I'm more so like that night in the car because I, I, I hate driving. 
So anytime I have to be in a car for a prolonged period of time is already bad enough if I'm driving. Right, right, right. I can right. sleep in the passenger all day. Right, right, I don't right. like to drive. No, I I did that. I was on my way to work one day, and this uh, older guy, he was, it was a construction truck on one side, and I'm coming up, and I'm just, tur- I turned up, and I guess we was kind of face head on because the construction truck was take blocking his side right, of the road. Right, right, right. And then he started going off. Right. So I kept my door open, put it in the park. I did do this, and this, I, I felt bad a little bit. Yeah. And I got out and I said, "What's up?" And he was just like, "He's like, right, I, he I saw him literally yeah, yeah, start yeah. shaking." He's yeah. Like, you gonna get out your car? I said, I mean, you." Yeah, yeah. Exactly. At that point, I think I was fed up that morning. I was just already walking. And it's not the right thing to do, yo. But no, it's scary. You can kill. You can die. You can die that way because that person can be more crazy than you are at that time. I'm all about if you like keeping that same energy. Nah, yeah, but it could it be wrong. But yeah, that's something about too. But you gotta be like that's how I feel about opinions, right? So if you have an opinion, just be willing to die for whatever that opinion is. Or even if you had like or you make a stance, just be willing to die for your stance. Yeah, I mean that's But like you gotta know what come with it. So my intentions is not to die. My intentions <laughs> is to address the situation at hand. Now, but I don't think people had the same conflict resolution mindset. Right. And also once you do that and someone's intimidated, it becomes I'm not trying but ego. you you initiate the intimidation. You might have been intimidating me. Maybe I'm getting out the car to figure out what's the problem. It's what- a microaggression. People's, people live for microaggressions, but they don't really want the real same energy. Okay. Because, I mean, that's, that's transparent so, but, in our society. Right, right, right. So day. what you're saying is I'm emitting a microaggression, a passive aggression, but I'm just responding to the aggression that you provide. Like, your aggression is blatant. Your aggression right. is overt. And, and by me getting out the car is a big aggression? Um, yeah, because I think people want to be... So people expect me... Covert, not overt. Nobody right, wants to be overt. Right, right. So people expect... To flip someone off And I'm supposed to drive my Murray my, I continue driving to my work As if that didn't take place Because I, if we was on the subway And someone to. flipped me off I am So you mean to tell me If someone flips you off Or someone calls you a bitch Or out your name You're going to get off At the next stop For the most part Most okay. people are not expecting Someone to come No but them. I'm asking you If you oh, imp- yeah, if you imp- No 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 I'm going to go for it So it's the same It's the same no, thing I'm going to go for it I, I feel you But I'm just telling you The average person so that's and, that's and that's my way of trying to understand it. How do I give off a type of energy, not expecting that energy back? Well, you're just thinking like that. Everybody, don't, most people don't think like that. You think, but like, how do you think like that? How do you? How um, do I think that I'm gonna call someone a bitch and nothing's gonna happen? Think about I, because I, if you get to the point that you're willing to call someone a bitch, you should be ready to the, for the repercussions. It's like the old age old saying: if you pull out a gun, you be ready to use it. Right, and be ready to die, and be ready to die. Or I, else, I why you. pull out I the gun? You. I and, you, and I don't know how people can operate in the realm of. I'm going to call this nigga a bitch today, and he ain't going to do shit. It's, it's, it's indicative of we live in a world where the consequences don't feel real. I think that right, has a lot to right, do with right. the effect of our high uh, homicide rate and also the high, what is it, uh, incarceration rate. People don't think consequences are real. Yeah, but... But also, that's why I'm not... I know a corporal punishment, I, I'm not really for it because I'm a very loving person, but I can see why people made it, why it was a thing. Right. The thing is, it's a way. I wish it was a way to get those same results without doing that. It has to be a way of so so getting those same results without the actual corporal punishment because it is cruel and harsh. So corporal punishment, they try to make it more uh, humane, I guess, by injections and stuff like that. Still the same shit, right? But but I, I for me, I never knew 
why I, I try to figure out the logic behind corporal punishment. How do you know that death is heinous if we don't know what happens on the other side? So if you if wow. someone killed, you might be relieving somebody, right? You might be relieving someone. You might take someone to. Per, I don't again. I don't know. And everyone had diverse, different belief structures, but only God can drive based on what the majority of religious people say. So by me killing someone, I'm just getting them a, a fast track to to God, and God might deem them eligible for worthy, the worthy, right? Right, right. So if anything, keeping that person alive will be more corporal punishment for me than letting that person die and possibly be in nirvana or possibly be in purgatory or possibly Having, be sleep yeah. and resting and not have any type of repercussion. Yes, the person's not on earth, but the so, person is not experiencing pain and suffering like the, that they administer to whoever they hurt. So, when, uh, see, that's, it makes some sense because I've got to say the most cruel punishment on this face is earth. One of them is solitary confinement. Yeah, just living. Just living by yourself. Living with your thoughts, living by mm-hmm. yourself, being reminded of the heinous acts you committed. But killing someone is not reminding anybody. You're just taking them off this planet, and you could be putting them in everlasting, everlasting we sleep. Kill, we kill people for our own personal gain. But I'm not gaining anything. I feel like some, well, I guess some people don't want this, that scum to be on the earth anymore. Right. No, we kill, I think in that sense, we might kill people because we feel better because they can't hurt somebody else. Right. But ultimately, did we solve the problem? No, you, you can no. Not, not all problems be solved. And if, if you take it to a real world practical level, uh, Unfortunate event like the mass murder and mass murder situation that took place in El Paso and Daytona. It's not gun control, right? Right. But I'm just saying, corporal punish will not bring anyone back. But maybe those people who suffer from these these heinous acts feel like corporal punish is the only thing that helps them sleep at night. It, but it, it makes them feel. Is it for the person? It makes your ego. It makes you feel like you've accomplished something. Is it I for not? Right. So, I mean, speaking of that, the, like the mass shooting, I always say, and my dad uh, says this saying a lot, you can't legislate a man's heart. No, you can't. So, it doesn't matter how much gun control. Let me ask you a question. If you're a criminal, right, and you want to create a crime, do you think a law is going to get in the way of me getting the automatic no, weapon, no, 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 weapon no. and killing somebody? No, I think... I think It'd make it harder. I mean, all you can do is serve as a deterrent. So, if, if, if weapons of... Not weapons of mass destruction, but right. weapons of high impact and high casualty count needs to be harder to obtain. Correct. I believe that. And that is a form of gun control in itself. So if we can make it more difficult for these assault rifles, these semi-automatic rifles, uh, rifles that can get bump stock that is not semi-automatic, but with a bump stock, they kind of be automatic, more difficult to obtain, then those who want to commit crimes might have to figure out other ways to commit crimes but the crimes they, they commit might be at a lesser count and more lives be saved. Like, sure. if, if we Somebody can... Somebody with a pistol is very Right, different. right, right. If, <laughs> right. They, unfortunately, someone might someone's life might be lost with a pistol, but it might not be a 20 count. Right. You see what I'm saying? So 20 bodies is different. Right, right, right. I don't know if you're mowing 20 people down with a pistol. I don't know if you're mowing 20 people down with a knife. So to hear your argument, mm. like, yes, if someone wants mm. to commit a crime, they could commit a crime. But if we can make it harder to commit a crime that affects that. more people, I, I like that. I like that. then why not go for it? But you have people who stick by the Second Amendment. and You think people should have guns? Yeah, but I feel like it's a slippery slope. I feel like the intent of that law at the time was for, like, muskets. Mm-hmm. It was for people to defend themselves against uh, uh, tyranny and for a government. But I feel like we got so many checks and balances in place that the government isn't going to rise up against its citizens. I think America's imploding. I mean, some people see it as a potential a bubbling civil war about to take place. I don't see but it that way. I, you, you believe in the saying the way you get is the way you lose it. Right, 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 right. It's the way we got it. 
Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Views.